0: And I'm going to show anybody out there that thinks for one second that maybe I'm second-guessing myself that I am the greatest of all time forever and ever.
1: Second-guessing is the theme. What does that mean? Well, what it means is we're offering you a smorgasbord. I think that's right. Or is it a smorgasbord? Board. All right. That for football. Camp start. We do a show that is NFL-focused here today, especially. Good stuff. What are we trying to learn during training camps? What are the key questions we want to answer? But you can hear the pads are cracking. So now is the time to jump in with the early bird. Now, what's Fez really known for? Two super contest titles. I was letting you finish, Faz. You like to say it so much. <laughs> Go ahead, say it once. You're a two-time champion. Back to back. Back to back, exactly. Only man ever to walk the earth, not just to win back to back, the only man ever to win two, ever. It's that hard. He's one of one to win two. NFL, he knows. AJ, a college football expert. You've seen hey, he did good in the NFL last year. College football expertise. In the last three years. Two of them, he had the best record of all the pros in two separate seasons, right? Yes. Damn good. Damn good. Scott Seidenberg, a big game hunter, you would say. His volume, it's not high, but he zeroes in. Kaboom. College football also. So you might be saying, RJ, what are you telling us? We can't have combo packages that are discounted with two different handicappers. Don't you know your own site? If you want Fez, you got to get Fez. You want Agent, AJ- Yeah, that's typically the case. This is special. Football special. These guys are special. Handpicked to be on the pod with me. And now you have your choice. You can get all three of them. If you want college football, college football and Fez in the NFL, or, or you can get any two of them. Fez, And Scott, Fez and AJ, whoever you want to be your college football specialist. And that will be the only time that we plan and I think we ever have. Though historically, we've done this with the pod where, hey, the college expert gets to be with Fez. We've never offered three options and we never, ever allowed the cross handicapper combos other than this historically. So that's one of a kind. And now the first time you have your choice of three, any two of them or all three. Here's the prices, the same as if you were buying any other pro with those huge discounts. So you get the flexibility, you get the targeted specialization, and the same big discounts. So right now, the current early bird price, this is early bird. This is more if you had bought the packages separately. If you had done that, it's $1,100. The early bird combo, $9.95. Boom, so you already save over 100 but you can't combo these guys typically. But no, you can here. And now we're giving you a coupon code for another hundred off, combo one hundred c o m b o one hundred, all one word, and that brings you to eight ninety five for two, any two for eight ninety five. And Fez, with you especially, with the football, you get season wins. You get pro. I mean, it's like uh, it, it, a smorgasbord. A one man, no doubt. How, like right now, what do you have up? If they acted right now, before even the pod starts, seven NFL bets are up. Like already, week one, week two, kind of bets. Yeah, week one, uh, week one, wins? week two, week two, week three, and season wins. Yeah, and season wins. Yeah, the season wins are sound separately. For like for like what fifty bucks or something? I can't recall the amount. It's more a than big that. number, yeah. A bit more. Yeah, and that's just part of this. No, I, I mean, guys, I'm t- listen. You know me. Think about how much promotion for every minute of talking. That any pod does, I'm at the low, low, low end. Now you could say that's because of a lot of talking, RJ, but still, I don't promote and I don't say like you better do this. I'm not saying you better do this, but if you're gonna get Fez, you're gonna get a college expert, this is the perfect dream scenario. Dream preview, this is it. You get your experts, your choice. And oh, by the way, if you want all three, normal price 1495. 100 bucks off at 1395 A lot of people, literally just their picks are 13, dollars $1,400 for one person that aren't near as good. Let's be candid. Remember, Combo 100, you go pregame.com, you click Buy Picks, you load in whatever package you want, and the different combos will be there. Hey, it's Fez and Scott, Fez and AJ, etc. All three of them, put it in, use Combo 100, get your extra 100 off. And so what I'm saying is, if you're gonna get these guys, now's the time because of all the early bets, the lines move, the win totals move, and because when you do it per day or per pick, it's like it's like it comes out to be like three bucks a day, like for the best stuff in both sports of football. I don't usually I usually joke more. This is one of those times where your whole season the results, your bottom line for the whole season can be driven by this one decision. Combo 100. And if you're not sure, if you're sure, do it now. In fact, this is what I'm going to do. This is going to be the honor system. The honor system. Uh-oh. Here it is. is. I'm not even. I don't even have permission to do this. But I get to do what I want. But it can be a fight sometimes, let me tell you. If you tell me right, if you send an email to Tom, tom at pregame.com, who runs sales, does all the customers, you know, him and Mark do the customer service stuff, and you say, RJ, we didn't wait to listen to the pod. Say, RJ told us to tell you, we didn't wait to listen to the pod. We bought right away, just on, because we didn't need to hear anymore. We knew it was going to be good, and it's good. We knew it. You can pick any of these guys for one month and get their alternative sport for the first month of the season free. So you want AJ's NFL because he kicked ass in the NFL. You just send in, say, I bought it before. I want AJ's NFL. You want Fez's college for the first month. Boom. Scott's NFL. Not, not as attractive, let's be <laughs> candid. we were just being, you know, we're straight talkers here. What do you think of that, Fez? Strong. You're, are you mad you're thinking you're going to lose sales over that? No, I'm
2: going to get sales because people are going to see what I can do in college. Boom, they'll do the month, and then they'll be like, boom, I need Fest College the rest
1: of the year. That's interesting. And it could be the same thing with AJ.
2: Exactly.
1: What, what did they say in, um, in Wall Street? Buddy boy, start buying it up at 15 and a half.
2: Don't pay more than 15 and five-eighths, and don't F it up. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Whatever happens Training camp has started, so we're going to talk about what can we learn during the training camp. Plus, Fez is back, but he's Logie. Yes, but to my right, AJ Hoffman. A little bit right of him, Steve Fazek. Steve, did you take? Are you? I don't want to make a big deal, but are you now addicted to opioids? No, I'm just you know laid back California
0: lifestyle. We'll get rid of that. <laughs> it, uh, it won't take long.
1: <laughs> we'll get rid of that.
0: Scott Seidenberg? No tan on this guy either. I wonder well, if he was outside much.
1: Yeah, well, listen, when you're, when you're playing one, two, no limit hold yeah. on your computer, you don't get much of a tan.
2: When the high temperature is 66 degrees and you're under the clouds and the marina layer, yeah, you don't get a tan.
1: Well, there's only one question we all want to know. Why Kiki or the rest of the island? Monterey, Carmel, Pebble Beach. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think of that story last uh, week? Phenomenal.
0: Phenomenal story.
1: Okay, we're back from a time shift. Oh, did Fest step on it? You know, we have a guest in. And let's be honest, when you get a guest in, you know, I don't age people, you know, I don't say, but you know, 30s, early 40s, whatever, like that range, not old, let's say, you think, you know, Jockey, you know, guy that's muscled up a little bit. Fi- firefighter. So for the first time in history, a conversation led, and by the way, I'm not saying this just to make sure you listen to the end of the pod, but <clears throat> maybe you will because of this, is it came up in natural conversation or unnatural is this um, adult movie that I found to be particularly artistic. And for the first time in history, we put, Uh, somewhat uh, you know not you know muted at all but to find the name of the adult movie we put it up on the screen so then we're you know we a little bit you know 30 seconds goes by whatever minute Feds kept saying hold on hold on you know and finally and i did i'll admit i said hey if anyone's offended you know no one says a word but then (laughs) we look at our guest and he says Actually, I'm extremely religious and I'm trying not to, uh, like, I'm looking away. <laughs> What's the odds? What's the odds that the first time in history that we ever put something up on the screen that could possibly offend anyone like that, you know, that way, that, that it's the one
3: time we have a guest in? It feels like 100%. Like, that's the only way it could have <laughs> happened.
1: But the, he was – now, Fez, while you he heard that, he goes, oh, we saw. So, we personally – and he started bowing almost like he, it was a Japanese kind of thing a little bit. <laughs> But 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 he was very gracious. He said, "No problem. You're going to hell, but it's you know it doesn't bother me at all." (laughs) That's pretty funny, right? He's like laughing. (laughs) I I would have been hilarious if he would have said, "Doesn't bother me if you guys are going to hell. (laughs) It's y'all's problem." (laughs) All right. If you want to hear that happen in real time, it's moved to the end of the pod. No editing. No editing, and at the very end is my recommendation. Fez, you didn't write it down. I did not. Is that just because you? There's a holy man here.
2: I I got to catch up on like <laughs> these other recommendations first before I surf into like the porn that I missed. Plus, you know what you like. I do.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's get straight <laughs> into the content. And as we said, we're going to talk about maybe, it looks like about 15 or 18, so they're going to be short, things that we think we can ascertain from the preseason. Meaning, if I had my druthers, would could I know this by opening kickoff, and it would inform my batting, my season, win totals, et cetera, et cetera. And we're going to go mostly by division, uh, going from the AFC East. Let's start with Buffalo. I think we can find out pretty easily, and this is maybe one of the top ones on the list. Diggs the wide receiver, he's disgruntled by all, almost all accounts that aren't coming from state media, you know, coming from the team itself. Yeah. And A.J, we talked about this in pre-production. the bills might have the worst rec- if you took the best receiver off of every team, bills might have one of the worst receiving cores after that. Meaning, if you
3: say, you know, depth after the first receiver. Yeah, it's one of the worst. I won't I won't go to the worst, but it's one of the worst. I mean, you think about, like, the good receiving court, like Cincinnati,
1: like like um, Seattle. Yeah, take away one guy, and Seattle is still too Still strong, one. yep. Yeah. Who's the second best one in Buffalo? Gabe Davis. No, no, no. That's who they want to be the second best one. He had a real good year two years ago, but he had a disaster last year, right? Yeah. So the guy that just is off a disaster is the second back. Yeah. Yep.
3: Not counting tight ends.
1: Well, I think you count tight ends.
3: Who's a good tight end? Dawson Knox. And then they just drafted Dawson Knox. He's the tight end for the Buffalo Bills. Who was he before? He's been the tight end for the Buffalo Bills. And he's good? Yeah. Fez. No, he's good for a tight end. Yeah, Hope, he's not. Dispatched. I mean, he's, he's like what? A I'm fort? just telling you who the, is he. Is he the next best
2: receiver on okay. the Bills? But he's not that good. He's like a 43 yard a game type of guy, okay. right? Something like that.
1: Yeah. I, well, just saying, this Bills team that's still one of the Super Bowl favorites hinges on, by most accounts, an erratic personality. I mean, you've been a fan. Does Diggs seem even keel to you? No.
3: No, I mean, he did until he was, until he was mad. Dissatisfied. He's like the Incredible Hulk. Yeah.
1: You don't like me when I'm angry? Uh,
3: yeah. I don't <laughs> like him when he's angry. So do you agree that
1: if that blows up, that's a problem? It's a disaster. Yeah. That's a lot. To, but I think we learned during the preseason. And, and ha- you're way better at this than I. How do we tell if he's happy or unhappy? I think that what you've got to do is you parse what comes out of camp and assume it's doubly as bad. Yeah, And half is good. Whatever comes out of camp, they're saying he's the best. You know, he's this. He's half as good. And if it's bad, it's double bad. So it's pretty much as any bad come out. Yes. Like, well, let's think how it happened during um, the mini camps. He left practice without permission. Like, I mean, he's he's making it pretty easy to mm. ascertain in a way.
0: Diggs made an interesting post on Instagram yesterday. Oh, that's a scary thought. There we go. He says, quote, Some people threw dirt on my name while others have given flowers. The thing is, it was all a garden to me. I grew from it.
3: Wow. Hmm. We could spend the rest of the show parsing that. (laughs) I think Stefan Diggs might be a genius.
1: But I think that's an old Run DMC song he quoted. but, (laughs) But I will say this. He's not backing off. That's bad, actually. Think about it. He's saying some gave me flowers, which I'm not sure if that's connected to the garden or not. Because if you have a garden, do you need flowers? Right? Mixed metaphor, maybe. Hmm.
3: Yeah? I don't know.
1: But him saying, what he's saying is some people gave me crap, some people liked it. He's not saying I renounce
0: it or it's over. No, he's saying it all helped him grow into the person he is.
1: Which means a person who seemingly has no regrets about it.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: AJ, what do you think of that? I Again, I'm not. Uh, I'm concerned about the Bills this season. You agree, Fess? I do, but I think in pre-production you brought up a very sage
2: point that the pendulum has really swung on these Bills. Just uh, a few games back, the Bills, Monday night at Cincinnati, laying two and a half. So the market's saying they're not better than the Bengals. They're way, way better than the Bengals. And now all of a sudden based upon one bad play at one bad quarter and one bad playoff game in the snow oh since he's clearly the better team so there has been a big reevaluation
1: in the bills next week we're going to have the five most interesting teams of 2023 bills are going to be one of them ooh because i think the bills are right there i won't name them all right now the browns yes and maybe interesting sounds like almost like a soap opera no i mean they have wide-ranging outcomes, mm. you know? Denver. Denver. Put that on the list. I think the Rams. Yes. There's a lot of ways the Rams can go. Atlanta. Mm, that That's just about the quarterback, it feels yeah. like, right? I mean, it's really, if the quarterback's good, they're good. Green Bay also. If quarterback's good, they're good, right? Um, I would, personally, I'm going to launch a um, conspiracy theory here in a little bit about the Washington team. And, this is good, and I believe that Washington will go on the list. That's mm, okay. a very interesting team, but I like this. In fact, and we'll take you know opinions and, and and pick other teams. Let's keep moving though. The Jets in Miami, will that either of them sign Dalvin Cook? Both of them. Well, I think Miami more needs them. I think it's the missing piece. Or, or the last piece of the offensive puzzle, other than Tua's health. And remember, Tua's health is the biggest question. But we can't ascertain. I mean, I guess he could get hurt in practice, but he's not going to get a, likely a concussion in practice because they're not going to be anywhere near him with pads. Yeah. Um, I guess another thing is Tua supposedly put a lot of weight on, like m- try to muscle up and he started. I think he started doing like jujitsu or something. So maybe to some degree, we could see how Tua's new body. You know, like his new physical way is going to be, but I think the real story is is a cook. How'd I tear my ACL last time? Jiu-jitsu. Yeah, I don't think he's probably like you know, <laughs> going at it like you did. It's all about AJ. But, but, no, 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 no. But by the way, if you say the way I tore my ACL, ACL last time, it's a sign of being injury prone. Mm never tore an ACL. now i've never fought jujitsu, so there you go i'm also not as i think it's
3: more about your decision making than eh, both probably because
1: so, yeah. i think to some degree if you fight jiu you're gonna get hurt no matter eventually how eventually
3: it happens yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. all right
1: um there was a time like five or six years ago i gave serious thought to it like because I, I was reading about how it's like the distillation of all the different Fighting, you know, like if you know jujitsu, you don't need to know anything else. But if you know any other thing, it's limited.
3: Yeah. That's cool, you know? It's by far the best for self defense. See, I, I always liked the name Krav Maga. That always seemed tough. I don't, th- I, I don't think Krav Maga-, Maga works in real life. But
1: it, I thought the Israeli, like special forces, yeah. used
3: it. Yeah. They seem tough. Sure. Uh, I, I've seen a lot of guys, Krav Maga guys... Uh,
1: well, I'm not saying they can... Conf- I'm just saying that's all, that was always the one before jiu-jitsu people said was like, this is the real yeah. one. But you're saying no. Uh, yeah. It's
3: not functional.
1: How about Bruce Lee karate? Uh,
3: I, I will say Bruce Lee is very good at what he does, was He's, very good at what yeah. he did. Uh, karate doesn't translate well to self-defense.
1: Future episode, if Bruce Lee was teleported in a time machine... From his most fit moment uh-huh. to today, could he win the UFC? No. Wow. So name someone with a goofy name, because it'll be funnier, who could beat Bruce Lee. And it- Islam Mahashev. Well, he sounds like he could br- beat Bruce Lee. Yeah. Maybe like Jimmy, Jimmy Butler. Not Jimmy, but Jimmy Smith. They <laughs> like find a really crazy, like look through the rankings. Okay. We- and find a guy who can beat Bruce Lee? Yeah, that has a real kind of OP name. Okay. Let me give me a minute. We'll make this the title of the pod. AJ says <laughs> yeah. Bobby Smith would kick Bruce Lee's ass. Yeah, could Shamrock kill him? Yeah, see, really? Because Shamrock's like four generations
3: back, right? Yeah. But Shamrock could, could wrestle. Like if he, any fight once fighters started getting taken to the ground, but Bruce Lee doesn't get taken to the ground. He never fought a wrestler. So Bob Backlund
1: <laughs> could be Bruce Lee. Quite Possibly, I actually think your logic is starting to fall apart on itself, but you look it up. Faz you're a Bruce Lee guy, right? Over
2: no, I'm much more like a, a much Lee. more like a
1: Haystacks Calhoun.
2: Like, so, Haystack or Bruce Lee? Oh, Haystacks just kill him, just I mean, me, it's like
1: 600 pounds. Weren't you, weren't you an Ivan Putsky guy? The oh, Polish sure. power, yeah. He he used to whip against the rope, and he'd have two hands like in a fist, and he'd do like an over over the shoulder boom, hit him. They were out at that point, but it was only jobbers that would get like he couldn't. He would never do that to like Jimmy Snuka, Snuka, Superfly. Oh, I was a big Snuka fan, but then as I got a little little more surly, I became a Don Morocco guy, The Rock. Yeah, that's what they did, Con. Yeah. The ma- well, he was the call- rock before the rock. The man- magnificent Morocco. I tell you, you want to go back and watch an old school match? Morocco? Who, who was it? Oh, I think Ricky Steamboat, maybe. But he had a couple of these two out of three fall matches for the intercontinental title. Mm-hmm. They were great. Huh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Next team. So... D- <laughs> Do we think Cook? Do you think Cook moves the needle, Faz, for, for Miami or the Jets? I think
2: it depends if the Jets' running back that they had from Iowa State, if he's recovered. So what, if not, what, if, if he's
0: what re- are we hearing about that? So Brees Hall's on the pup list to start. Um, you know, training camp. They are though optimistic that he's going to be good for Week One. He
2: definitely moves. So it we got to take half of that positivity. Yeah, we definitely. He definitely. But the moves pup list is p- just for the Miami. formality.
0: It's like if the guy, you know, it's just the. Uh, designation so that the guy's not there and there's no fines or whatever it's but it,
1: but it helped but it also helps them have another body in camp right yes yeah yeah okay number three still in the AFC East will New England have a professional offense with the new OC returning O'Brien a lot of stuff we're not going to be able to tell from the games because first stringers aren't playing not very much though New England plays them more than most Belichick does. But I think it doesn't matter if it's the backups or what. You're going to see how, a fi- you know, th- does this look like an offense that's got its shit straight? Thoughts?
3: I think mean, it has to look better than it did a year ago. And I got ripped up a little bit for questioning Belichick.
1: When did you do that?
3: When I said, why is he going into a season with defensive coordinators as an uh, offensive so, coordinator? So what
1: you're saying is, I got ripped up, but haha, ha I was right, and everyone that criticized me was wrong. Is really what you were saying. That's what I'm saying.
3: Okay. Uh, So I think getting an offensive guy back in the room is, uh, you know, a testament to Belichick also realizing that he made a mistake. But
1: you are dozens of times on record saying you think O'Brien's a below average coach.
3: I think O'Brien's a fine coordinator. Fine, but it wasn't a good head coach. I don't want Bill O'Brien to be the head coach of my football team. No, thank you.
1: How have they done since O'Brien?
3: Poorly. Seems like he did pretty good that. Uh, listen, he lit the place on fire when he left. Like he, he was I know you think in hindsight he's some kind of great GM. He was not. No, no, no. No. Lying, remember lying isn't funny.
1: I said we have to reevaluate how bad he was because it looks like that Hopkins trade wasn't so bad. Okay. And I think that's just generally true, right?
0: I'm just wondering if there's enough offensive pieces around Mac Jones to even Give this a fair evaluation. You know they're turning it over to Ramondre Stevenson in the backfield. Damian Harris is gone. Juju Smith-Schuster gets brought in to be the number one wide receiver. Is he a number one? Yeah. Probably not. Uh, and
1: but you look at the re- you look at the receiving core. They're not thin. They they don't have spectacular players. No,
0: but they have enough. Yeah, and they, would they draft the kid uh, Boutte from LSU? That's supposed to be pretty good.
1: I mean, let's see here. What do we got on the—we're looking at the depth chart. All right. Who's this person? taekwon Thornton. Okay, yeah. So him and Parker are the starters, supposedly. No, Juju. He's
0: the third wide receiver. Oh, third. Taekwon.
1: Okay. All right. I mean, Parker from Miami, I mean,
3: they like him. Mm-hmm. How? hmm th- I don't remember how— They moved how th- on from Jacoby Myers, who was their number one last year. Well, he wasn't their number one. He hardly played.
1: But he was a number one pick. Yeah. And it was a but, Yeah, I agree. Yeah, Belichick's not afraid to cut cut bait. Tight ends look pretty good. Yeah. They brought in Mike Kosicki from the, the Dolphins. Okay. So, listen, I'm, I don't question Belichick. But if I did, I would say the following. Maybe the focus on defense doesn't work in a league that defense is very hard to play. I mean, it wasn't that long ago. I mean, you think about it what, Denver won a title, Manning's last year, with defense. Mm-hmm. Seattle won a title soon before that with defense, not far before that. Um, since Mahomes has been in the mix, and I think it's partially him and partially just the league direction, defense isn't the fu- – now, again, Tampa's defense helped them win that year, but mm-hmm. they obviously had a good offense. That was maybe the height going into that Super Bowl of defense doesn't matter because I still remember – the, the, the four teams in the final yes. four was like one, two, three, and five on offense.
2: And then defense was just random. It was like 21, but But Tampa, 50.
1: Tampa's D was like nine. Yes. And the others were in their 20s. But Tampa had the fourth—you know, Tampa entering that final four had the fourth worst Or the worst odds. Yes. Because they were underdogs at Green Bay. Yes, so
2: I don't think we should overreact to them winning the Super Bowl necessarily. But it does show that
1: back then the market was devaluing defense to the extreme.
3: Yes, I think if you go back, like if you say all the Super Bowl era, and you say who are the best defenses to win a Super Bowl. You
1: mean like Joe Namath? Back? Yeah. Okay.
3: I think the two that you mentioned, that Denver defense and the Seattle defense, are the only ones in the last 15 years that make like a top 10 list.
1: Well, what, Baltimore and Tampa, obviously. Yeah, but then you're going back further, further. Yeah, than so two. if you're drawing a line after that,
3: you're saying, yeah. okay. Well, I yeah, I don't remember. Just because 2002, when the Bucks won, seems... Like ancient history. It's over 20 years ago now. Yeah. And and listen, 2012 and on, not
1: only was there a new collective bargaining agreement, but the Chuck, you know, the lines or or the holding and all the different ways of chucking receivers and disrupting them changed again. So, I mean, there really is a gradation, you know, there with 12 on is modern. And, you know, it's pretty amazing. Denver and Seattle were so defensive oriented in that time. But, boy, we haven't even come close to that. I mean, think about it. What what's the last team?
0: Uh, I was just going to say, like the the first Giants Super Bowl run, they won it because of their defense in the postseason, especially mm-hmm. their pass rush.
1: But tw- but 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 again, that was that was before pre twelve, pre-12, yeah. yeah. Hmm. All right, so thus, New England had one of the best D's last year, and they finished you know right around five hundred. Like, how is it going to get a lot better? Maybe because they drafted a cornerback number one, but. I mean, what's the offense going to do? Which is another reason why O'Brien, look at the quarterbacks he won divisions with. Great point. John Savage? Tom. Tom Savage? (laughs) Same thing. Not macho man, they called him? Okay. Next. We're moving to the north, I think it's called. Baltimore. There's a new OC that everyone seems to love. How wide open is this Baltimore team going to be? We might not see Lamar much, but we can see the scheme. You got some history regarding how—what's this guy's Todd Monken. Monken. Todd Monken. Monken?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: How his offenses have played
0: historically. Yeah. Well, last year at Georgia, let's just look at these stats. They lined up in the shotgun or pistol formation 84% of their plays, which to me and to a so lot the of— pistol
1: it, was a short shotgun. Yes. Exactly.
0: Yep. Yes. But those formations— Lead to a lot of read option plays, and they ran play action on a, a, over a third of their passes. So there's going to be a lot of read options. So Lamar Jackson, that's his strength, right? Well,
1: am I correct? In the last like couple of years, the read options been really almost I don't want to say eradicated, but like it's become much less a fact. A lot less of it. Yeah. So I wonder if he's got. Now he's been in college. Mm-hmm. So you got to wonder does. It does he got a spin on it to keep it fresh?
0: Yeah, well, if you look at just quarter—if you look at the runs inside the red zone, their running back, Kenny McIntosh, had 10 rushing touchdowns, but Stetson Bennett, the quarterback, had eight Red zone rushing
1: How rush mobile temps. would we call Stenson Bennett?
0: He's not, not Lamar. Yeah. That's what I'm saying, yeah. 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 Not, not. <laughs> and then as far as uh, the short passing goes, the Baltimore Ravens under Greg Roman never really threw a lot of screen passes. They were 28th league-wide. They, they never finished higher than 28th under Greg Roman in screen passes. But Todd Monken at Georgia last season, Stetson Bennett threw 100 screen passes, only six quarterbacks at the FBS level, through more screen passes last year.
1: Now, I, again, I don't put myself up as an X's and O's guy. I'm trying to learn more. Screen passes and running quarterbacks seem to be diametrically opposed because the theory in a screen pass is you're kind of backpedaling, mm-hmm. you're, you're letting the rush come to you, and then, you know, you're dumping it off.
0: Or it could be a wide receiver screen as well. It could be a quick, you know.
1: Yeah, but but take the snap, you quick talk pass. about a team screen game, mm-hmm. Yeah, but sometimes—I mean, like, Kansas City has a good screen this, game. This,
2: this is a really good point, because when you think about it, if, if you have a mobile quarterback, mm-hmm. you just can't put your your, your 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 head straight forward and run at him because he's just going to, like—you're
1: mm-hmm. going to miss him. So, so integrity of the rushing lanes, yeah, is, is a big deal. That's what I was trying to say. Yeah.
2: Exactly right. Whereas if you've got a statue back there, well, you just go you know, put your head down if you're a defender and kill the quarterback, So right? that's a
1: good point, too. You're saying the D-line is going to be more tentative. Yes. And thus it goes against the whole idea of screens is trying to counteract Yes. uh, Too much aggression on D. So again, not saying this guy can't Mm -hmm. you know can't uh, tweak his. his, I I find it. When was he in the league last? 2019, Cleveland. So it sounds recently, but we actually did a little study before the show. How many defensive coordinators were defensive coordinators for their team in 2019 and are still defensive coordinator for that team? So we're talking about three years ago, and we figured. It was two. If
0: you mm-hmm. don't count Belichick. If you don't count Belichick, yeah. Uh-huh. It's Steve Spagnolo in Kansas City and Lou Anarumo in Cincinnati. Big Lou. Big Lou. Now Big Sweet Lou.
1: Now it's Lou Pinella, then. <laughs> okay. But now if we say, how about 2020?
0: Then you add in Jack Del Rio.
1: That's it. Yeah. So so literally to have their job for three years <laughs> would be 20, 21, 22. There's been three DCs. Yep. So things have changed. Yeah. And the too high and all that, uh, safeties, it does seem to go against, you know, we don't know what he's going to do against those offenses. So, or I guess those defenses. So I think there's big questions. We'll be watching in the preseason. Plus, Ravens are
3: always trying to win.
1: Baltimore's won 23 straight games. 23 straight games. A record
0: that will never, ever be broken. They have not lost an exhibition game since 2015.
1: It's been even longer since they won a Super Bowl. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay speaking of the horror balls
1: a second here we go I heard about you guys I said last week I couldn't believe you were going to take Michigan you fell in the trap I'm not saying I knew what was going to happen but now like a scarlet letter but not a letter it's like it was a, it was a scarification uh, ritual they put a big cheater a C on Harbaugh's chest to say, you can't win without breaking the rules,
3: smelly. <laughs> like Jim Tressel or somebody.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Trestle. Tr- listen, Trestle, he lost his job over it. I mean, High State doesn't put up with that stuff. Uh, oh, wait, hold on. This is the wrong one. I was trying to say, do. Okay, Harbaugh. He <laughs> smells. <laughs> what do you have to say about this, AJ? Not much. It doesn't affect No much. comment, he says. He can't defend it. What? Doesn't affect. What about the kids? I think they're all okay. I mean, what about the little 8-year-old that looked up to Harbaugh? He shouldn't do that. He smells! I know. Yeah. But you picking him on the gambling podcast probably enticed a few 8-year-olds to do that. Let's be honest. 8-year-olds shouldn't bet on sports. Yeah, but let's be honest. Some do. We, hold on. We approve greatly of parents listening to this pod. Sure. No matter who's listening. Kids, whatever. I wouldn't, maybe not this week's episode. He
2: smells.
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> Just say earmuffs at various yeah. points. Do you have any comments, Scott? Because you were part of that pick.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, if you look at the schedule, I think what they'll be the fine pick? during those four games. They
3: picked
1: Michigan over high State. To win the Big Ten? Uh, Michigan
3: yeah. plus 165 to win the Big Ten. Yeah. Huh. Okay, and now Harbaugh suspended for four games. They fell well, right.
0: They fell right into the trap. Expected to be suspended. They're working out a negotiation right now. Oh,
1: good. So if he has the political pool, maybe lying and cheating doesn't matter.
0: Yeah, exactly. Their first four games: East Carolina, I UNLV, mean, they got Bowling Green, and Rutgers.
1: Which church would you recommend? Because I might have to go to church just to somehow make myself feel better after this. This is like Sodom and Gomorrah or something.
0: And this suspension is going to be for not cooperating with an NCAA investigation.
1: So he cheated then he lied about cheating.
0: Well, allegedly cheated. <laughs> we don't know. No, I'm not going to say allegedly. Okay.
1: If if Harbaugh wants to sue, bring it on. Here's what happened. Wait, wait until what's that stage where you get to interrogate him? Uh, what is that called? Discovery. What, yeah. Well, no. Discovery, deposition. Deposition. Yeah. There yeah. Is. I will be the attorney in that deposition. <laughs> that, I want the truth. That, that would be an interesting
3: deposition. There was. Do you or have you ever smelled yeah. Is it true that you've accused a defendant of having body odor on your <laughs> on your podcast no, no, many no. for many years? I wouldn't be given the deposition. He would be given the deposition.
0: <laughs> I'm yeah. asking the questions. There was alleged uh recruiting improper. It, you know, uh, violations. Guilty. That when the NCAA investigated, uh, they apparently said that he lied to them. Enough
1: and, with the apparent. He's a liar. He okay.
0: smiles. He lied to the NCAA yep. and he refuses to admit he lied to the NCAA. I agree. They wanted him on that wall. So they he needed him so on he that li- wall. So he
1: lied a second time. He, he lied about lying.
0: He no commented. Oh, so now the lie of omission. Mm-hmm. Because he did not cooperate. He
1: smells.
0: With the enforcement.
1: They couldn't even beat TCU. How are they going to beat the Buckeyes? Exactly. The flu. And even last year, they were. High State was dominating that game. And then some flu came Didn't they have the flu? Like the, the,
3: the second, whole- third, and
1: fourth quarters happened? The, the whole team know. had the flu, right? <laughs> Something I- like that? Well, let's just say this. It doesn't surprise me that Scott and A.J. have been... Flummoxed by small sample size, you think you would say, Hmm, high state's now 14 out of 16, or whatever it is. Michigan's
0: again. home in that game, and they're favored right now in the game of the year lines. Yeah.
1: I believe it. I believe a lot of the squares, all the hey, I want to bet a game of the year so I can put it on Twitter and I'm going to put $700 on it, but my friend's putting $300, so now we got a dime on it. That, that- <laughs> That's pretty good, isn't it? <laughs>
2: In pocket. <laughs> By the way, wait, one week from Friday, South Point puts up their games of the year college football. I encourage all of sharps to play there. Except
1: the banned ones. Except if you're banned. <laughs>
2: I so won't be is,
3: there.
1: Is this still you trying to get in good? his good grace. No, I
3: think he's trying to punish them for not allowing him. He's trying to send the Sharps to beat their numbers. Thank you. My guess.
1: Well, they're putting their numbers out because they want action. They feel confident they're going to take it. Oh, no.
3: He commented, oh, we didn't do so good last
2: year with our games of the year. Shocker.
1: Hmm. Are you rooting against them?
2: Oh, yeah.
3: <laughs> Hall of Fame. I hope they get crushed. Hall of Fame? <laughs> yeah.
0: That was his next comment. That was
3: his next comment, right? Yeah, I'm looking at this, RJ. Since 2010... Buckeyes are 8-3 and three against Michigan.
1: Well, keep
2: going
3: back. Well, 2010 doesn't count, though, because Ohio State won, but that had to be vacated because they cheated. What? If you bet on it, we, If you bet on it, <laughs> who, 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 who cashed? Uh, 2010 would have been, it was, was it Tressel or Meyer cheating Maybe instead of,
1: Instead of like damning people's good name, maybe look it up.
3: I'll look it up. You know, I actually
1: would say this. It and was it has, Jim Tressel. It yeah, it
3: has nothing to do. Sweater vest.
1: <laughs> He's the AD right now at Youngstown State. Now, here's the thing that, if I'm not mistaken, he was recently, is I find the vacating of the wins for all of these, doesn't matter what a team does, one of the most egregious things. I agree. I agree 100%. Because what it does is it takes the sanctity out. You know, you, Some would say, no, actually, by finding the cheaters and taking those wins away, you keep the sanctity. I think we all know it's very arbitrary who gets caught. We all know the the, the punishments are arbitrary, political and the idea of taking those wins away and then it screws up lifetime records where like they don't—that's a horrible. Yeah,
0: the whole Reggie Bush USC thing, like it, it, acting like that never happened. Like we didn't watch Reggie Bush be the greatest why'd college let, football why'd player ever. Why you let it happen? Yeah.
1: like the NCAA was there. They could have tried to stop. If anything, it was their lack of enforcement
3: that led US,
1: USC to think they could do whatever they wanted.
3: Mm-hmm. Reggie Bush wasn't even the best football player that year, Scott. Who was? Vince Young. Was that the
1: same year? Same year. Yeah. No, that's true. Though Vince Young, you know, it's funny. I was looking back at that. He wasn't great before that last year. It was kind of a one-year thing, right, for him being that level.
3: Well, when he beat Michigan in the Rose Bowl the year before, it was like, well, Vince Vince Young might be special. And then 05 was, I think, one of the best years ever.
1: I I think – and, again, I don't watch – these days, I used to watch a lot of college football. I don't watch very much at all, but he's the most dominant player I've ever seen on the field. I th- and again, I, I can't look at D tackles as, you know, I mean, of skill position. He would go, he would, he would, he would uh, go back, you know, seven step dropper, whatever, look around and run. And no matter what, no one could even <laughs> touch him. It was like even if they were playing flag football, they couldn't get him. I still remember that last play when he went around. Oh, my God. Now, I would actually say Cam Newton was high on that list, though. Yeah,
0: yeah I would say, too. Tim uh, Tebow and, also. Well, yeah, I think. That, I was think that more, whole more, team was loaded. Yeah. Uh,
3: that Florida team. The I mean, Texas team was pretty loaded, too. More
0: Michael Vick and Reggie Bush. Because you watch those highlight films, and the, it was comical.
3: Yeah, but Vic, like Florida State whipped
1: his ass, and I mean, like, if you, I don't know if you can be the best, best one of the best of all time, and and get your, you know, and be in the national championship game. And how many, how many all
0: Americans played for Virginia Tech that year?
1: Yeah, it's interesting stuff. All right, that's all I know about college football. Oh, Tom Osborne was pretty good. I know that. And Jim oh. Harbaugh stinks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> more ways than one. Yeah. And I know BYU was one of the progenitors of. The passing offenses. Okay. What was that guy's name? Le- Le- Levy. What was that guy's name? Eric. Who was the head coach here for like 30 years? It was like, it, I think his first name was with an L and his last name was with an E, I think. He looked scary.
0: Lavelle Edwards.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Boy, I'm, I'm surprised I got those initials right. Yeah. <laughs> and Eric Coriel. His real name wasn't Eric. What? <laughs> what? Yeah. That's a cool name. Yeah. If you're, like, you're a guy who passes a lot, your last name is Coriel, Air Coriel. Steve McNair had the same nickname. Yeah, but that wasn't near as good. It was pretty good. Mm-mm. All right. He was a couple yards short. <laughs> wasn't he against the Rams, right? The greatest shot? Right, yeah. He threw before the sticks.
2: Yep. That game landed on the number seven. And was like a foot away. Boy, Vegas learned, though. That wasn't a black Sunday because they learned from the Dallas game. They, late, they stayed seven the whole week. You're saying the Dallas game in 1979? That's the
1: one where Vegas got spashed. Black Sunday. Yes. All right. Moving on. Cleveland Browns. Watson. Now, he's probably no, – to some degree, this is a question we're going to ask about a couple of these. Do they play Watson? I say yes. And what – does that tell us if they do? We're talking preseason now. I would make the case that tells us that they're worried about him. If they work. think if They think he's ready to – needs work. That's a perfect way. Does he need work or not? So let's tick off the other situations we think that applies. Jordan Love and Green Bay. Yep. And Atlanta. matter? Yep. Is Think about it. Scenario one. Ah, Watson's not playing. We're fine. We're ready. That is a sign
2: of confidence. I think this is the strongest part of the pod. I never thought about this, but RJ is way better at this than I am. The whole idea of, like, if, oh, if a guy doesn't play, I get no information. No, you do get information. The team is feeling confident about him.
1: Or in theory, if they could hide him, maybe they're hide, but you can't hide your starting quarterback. So, you know, by the way, if you think I'm good at this, at the end of the pod you hear about me and the courageous actions with a gun. True or not? Is that in there or not?
0: We heard the story. Yeah.
1: yeah. Are you questioning the story? <laughs> no. It's truth from A to
0: Z. <laughs> we heard it.
1: And Fez told it. So just stay tuned for that. All right. So who do you have of the three quarterbacks in question, Ritter, Love, and Watson, who do you have the most optimism for? Fez. Oh, Watson, not even close because
3: you've I'm, seen him be good before. But last yeah.
1: year, Watson was worse than, like, we would, let's just say this. Do we expect Love to do better than Watson was last year? I have Love of minus two, two points worse than average.
2: I think that's, I, I think Watson was a little bit worse than that last year.
1: So we're, we're presupposing Watson is, there's going to be a big comeback.
2: I think average. I got him zero, right in the middle. What do you think?
1: I don't know. Me neither. Cuz the thing I thought the whole time uh, pretty much your way that no one's ever sat out this long without mm-hmm. an injury and all the emotional stuff, you know, guilt whatever. I don't know what he's feeling, but it's certainly a distraction. Not getting weekly massages? Yeah, I, I thought he was tight last year, but I'll t- <laughs> but I'll t- but I'll tell t- 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 you this is <laughs> someone made a point about a month ago that just I hadn't thought of. We talked about too high. If you look at Watson's game when he was successful in Houston, AJ, you were there reporting on it. He played a lot like Russell Wilson. Yeah,
3: deep balls. Deep balls. DeAndre Hopkins was his best friend. What
1: the current league has stopped that play. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So really Watson's greatest strength, the defense is it's almost like the whole league said we got to stop this guy when he comes back cuz he was wronged with women and the whole league's scheme has st- is is built to stop the way Watson won last year he tried to play that way and couldn't do it. How much of it was the schemes versus his style versus rust? I think that's a valid question I,
2: I, I think so too. you know the one thing and we talked about this I'm, I'm watching the quarterback you know the the Netflix, and it really is emphasizing to me how important the cerebral aspect of football is it's like you're seeing Kirk Cousins and Mariota and um uh, you know they're studying those playbooks. They're going over it with their wife.
0: I mean, it's... yeah. There's there's one clip where Mahomes is actually talking about the too high because the, I forgot yeah. what game it was, but they were playing it and then how's it sound and. Oh, this sounds but they um the, they then brought the safeties up and Mahomes is like, oh, I've seen that look before. I'm gonna go over the top. And then he goes over the top and completes a long pass. I'm and gonna then, punish him. And then yeah, he's like he's like, they don't know I watch film. I, I, watch, watch, film. Film. I watch film. I watch film I You can't and bring those like, safeties up. I got film. He's celebrating how he got to
1: beat them over the top. First time in history I turned everyone's mic off of mine <laughs> You guys were all doing my own imitations and it was an affront to broadcasting. Can I get a personal guarantee you won't do that again, AJ? Uh, Fez? I have no comment. Scott. No guarantee at all. All right, you two go on. He stays off. (laughs) Tell me when you're ready to come back. (laughs) (laughs) All right. That was horrible Mackenzie how I mean was that As bad as it seemed I watched tape (laughs) (laughs) Oh
3: now I gotta turn his on (laughs) Mackenzie 100% Did that on purpose Knowing
1: That was good This is like a mutiny On a bounty situation here
2: You know, this Mahomes is really smart. Every time he gets popped, he's good every time he gets popped by like a defensive lineman, he's like, "Good hit bro, good, uh, good rush." And he's like, "I don't want those guys to hate me. I want
1: them to like me." Now your first thought is going to be that I'm joking when I say this. I'm not. Fez? How much have you upgraded any of the quarterbacks or downgraded from your watching of the Netflix show?
2: I upgraded Kirk Cousins. I did. <laughs> I was impressed with the work ethic and how important it was to him. I mean, and his interaction with his head coach. I was, um, you know, I was. I've been critical of Kirk Cousins, and I'm, I have a much more favorable opinion of him. I, I understand the film crew is making him look
1: good. He actually is going to vote for Connor Roy. For president, he's a connette, <laughs> Fez. Let's just say this if anyone's anti Fez, and we know you're out there, if you uh, if you ever want to like really hang a stinker on him, say, you know, Fez, he actually downgraded or upgraded a quarterback from <laughs> the Netflix documentary. Oh, Fezzy, Fezzy West. <laughs> At least we can know for sure you're telling us your truth what you feel because no one in the right mind would say that, but you feel it so you're saying it. I think I'm right they're wrong. that's if what they I'm disagree saying. they're wrong that's why that's the point I'm making. You're willing to say what you think is the truth. Mackenzie says Cleveland was number seven on offense by d v o a one of the only two teams, one of only two top ten offenses missed the play. huh
0: that missed
1: the playoffs. Read that for, for me verbatim,
0: please. Cleveland was number seven on offense by DVOA. Uh-huh. Only what? one of only two top ten offenses that,
3: I add parenthetically, <laughs> missed the playoffs. Also, Detroit Lions were number six and they missed.
1: Okay. You know, this is fascinating. So Mackenzie put up about a half hour ago a note, note card that said, well, I'll read it his way. V-D-O-A, split no, D-V-O-A splits. And it says top 10 defenses, 5 of 10 made playoffs last year. Top 10 offenses, 8 of 10 made playoffs. So when we were talking about defense, not mattering, Belichick, very smart card. I was going to say it when I wanted to. Then he thinks, oh, Browns. Browns are one of the offenses. So by putting that card up, he's saying, you haven't really said what you need to say over here, my brilliant work, and I'm going to re- make sure you do by making it even more contextually relevant. Was that your intention?
0: Very accurate for he- reading <laughs> of the situation. <laughs> yeah. Would the Browns make your list of your top five most intriguing teams?
1: Yeah, we we already talked about them on the list, right?
2: right? Yeah, yeah. you know, I'm thinking Cleveland's home against Cincinnati week one, and Cleveland's catching two and a half, and every now and then the three's popped up, but not lately. And I'm like... Damn, I want three.
1: Cleveland's going to win this game. But let me ask you a question. All joking aside, that idea that it might be scheme that's the problem, the way the league is playing, that seems at least as likely as it was rust. Yeah. So it's... I think everyone kind of felt like there was an 80% chance he was going to be better this year. I, don't, I think it might be less than 50. You know, the eye test,
2: you're watching him, and he was just missing all his throws, though.
1: You know, but again, I don't. You and AJ are some of the great couch scouts of all time. Well, we're but, good on the couch. <laughs> but I mean, I don't know if you can. Do you know where he was supposed to throw? Nope. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> all right. Um, ooh, Fez, Division home dogs in Week One since 2012, the modern era of the NFL. Fifteen and two against the spread.
2: Yeah, division dogs in general are good Week One. So, uh, but the divisional dogs.
1: That's what uh, we said. Division, yep. home, oh, dogs. Oh, no, home oh or you're right. saying, or oh, right. okay,
2: okay. Yeah, they're both good, but the home's better, yeah. So that it fall, falls into that nice category. See,
1: also. what's funny is I would think the opposite. Here's why. Week one has the most prep time, mm-hmm. right? So what do we know on Thursday nights? If there's two division teams, it tends to be a closer game, and, and Thursday doesn't matter as much, meaning the short week, because they don't have to prepare as much because they play them twice every year. Well, the fact that you play them twice every year, it would make all that extra prep meaningless, it seems like. Thus, yeah. why would they—wouldn't there be, like, non-division dogs be especially good because the team had extra time to prep them? Yes. But no? No.
0: Nope. Maybe because the team is spending too much time on their Week 2 opponent and overlooking as I, a favorite in Week 1.
2: I doubt that. I mean, you got six months to prepare.
1: <laughs> you know? well, my, my understanding is, like, in college especially, like, they would they would have weeks— for the coaches where this was, uh, if you're, you know, my friend was at KU at this point, it'd be like, this is uh, Missouri week. And it's like a certain week, you know, and then I've heard Lombardi talk about Belichick saying he, and this is what's interesting. He said he's a rare coach that won't focus only on the early games, but will, let's say there's a Thursday game. They will spend time, even if it's week 14 before the season, Mm -hmm. because they know they're going to be short that week. So that implication tells me the coaches aren't real smart, or at least historically haven't been great about where to allot that extra time. I think it's really weighted towards that first in the first couple of games, I think, from what I hear.
2: I agree. You know,
1: I don't know. I'm not in the meetings. Um, Moving on. Okay. I think that's it for the central or formerly the central division. Oh. Herbsy. Now, let me ask you, when you saw the contract today, AJ, for Herbert, what, mm. were, what were your genuine feelings in sequence?
3: Deserved. You're like, finally, justice. They better hurry up. The, the clock starts now. Because it's going to get expensive. Yeah. Did, it
1: seem proper, did he seem properly compensated? Yeah. Do you think he should give any money
3: to Eckler? Uh, if he wants to, if he chooses to, do you think he should? Yeah, probably a little. You think he will? No, probably buy him a watch. <laughs> Has he ever bought him a watch before? I don't know. I heard he's cheap. Did
1: you, Herbert? Yeah, I heard no. in college he wouldn't pay. I mean, like he'd buy his beer, but no one else. I haven't heard that. There's something wrong with Herbert. He can't be much of a team guy. I don't know why
3: you. Th- I don't know why <laughs> you have this negativity about him.
1: He seems withdrawn and sullen. He seems
3: antisocial. All right. Have you? I'm glad he's. I'm glad he's not as social as Ben Roethlisberger was. That's all I'll say. Well, if you maybe he'd have two Super Bowl runs. (laughs) Maybe.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I tell you this, you you won't find a ballsier throw than the throw to win against Arizona. What? We could. I could do a part on that throw, to Santoni. Or the catch. It was amazing, but. But Holmes had no choice. The ball was coming. Mm-hmm. Right? He made a great mm-hmm. catch. But if he, Big Ben, if that's like two inches low, he better, gets intercepted.
0: Better Super Bowl throw that one or Eli to Manningham in the second Giants-Patriots on the sideline. The, that might be the greatest throw ever.
1: Hold on. I'll, I'll answer your question. You don't have to answer your own <laughs> question. I think the skill level on the Eli throw was higher. I don't even think it's in the same universe as in the guts. Mm. Giants were in a position where it was going to be hard for them to win. I mean, and that play helped them get there. But you had to take a chance in that spot. The Steelers kick a field goal there to tie the game. Mm. So an interception means you throw an interception to end the Super Bowl. Oh, Big Ben. Great. I mean, Terry Bradshaw, I grew up with his jersey. Big Ben, greatest dealer quarterback of all time. Maybe he was trying to throw it out of the end zone, and he threw
2: a bad pass. No, <laughs> that's not how Big Ben
1: went. You know what's no. amazing? If anyone rewatches that drive coming up, I was actually it's the only it's the only NFL game I've ever seen. If you could believe it, is meaning that In I was person, there. Yeah. yeah and i was actually in the complete opposite corner of the end zone so i was as far away from that catch as possible but in the big but i was actually right where harrison scored on that return so you know um here's the one amazing thing steelers had it they were second and like 17 on that the beginning of that drive and one incomplete pass and it's like you know you're in a desperate situation now right and big ben went back didn't see anything And, like, scrambled up, and then he threw a little 12-yard pass. It was, like, the most mature. And, again, he was only, like, in his fifth year. And he got it where it was, like, third and six, and it was, like, so amazing. Because no one will think of that play ever, Mm -hmm. but that play allowed that play, you know, drive to happen. And then we won our sixth. (laughs) It's been a while, though, since then. God damn, that's been a long time. Fire Tomlin, huh? Oh, never a losing season? <laughs> you know what's funny? There was a lot of people say fire Tomlin like three or four years ago. They haven't won a playoff game since, and he's become a Hall of Fame coach.
3: Yeah. Hmm. Like, Colin used to You have to be getting tired of it, though. Like, with the Pirates, like, you're, you you got to be telling them, hey, just hurry up and start winning, right? No, 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 no. When you, make, when you <laughs>
1: never have a losing season, that's the definition of winning,
3: isn't it? Yeah. Always. Okay.
1: They don't just win. They always win. Even Belichick has had a losing season during that time. Him and Tom Brady. Mm -hmm. Average, highest average value. What does he, what is that per year? Yeah. Boy, Herb's got got shortchanged. You're telling me that Lamar Jackson is only making a half million dollars less than Herbert? Yep. So you didn't didn't have that emotion? No. He should have, I think he should have been at 60. Well, Well, Joe
0: Burrow's going to probably be at 54. Yeah, Joe Burrow's going to jump him. That's what I'm saying. He'll be the highest guy.
1: I wouldn't – Well, but let's be honest. Chargers are known to be – How is Aaron Rodgers making $50 I
2: mean, it's not nearly as good. He's not even close. It's not the same area code. He
1: signed a three-year deal after two straight MVPs.
0: All right. (laughs) It's not who you are. It's when you are in the NFL.
1: You know what's what's fascinating, and we'll talk about this, I'm sure, at some point – Kyler Murray's number six on the list. Now, we might think, oh, if they get the number one pick, can they get a draft choice for Kyler Murray? Like, the debate is, can anyone trade for him? When people are trading first-round picks for, like, Sam Darnold after... Yeah, yeah. There's going to be a haul for Murray. But here's what's amazing. It was the end of the 2021 season. So one season missed, you know, meaning not accounted for when I was looking at that SIS stuff I told you guys about. And they had... Kyler Murray is the second best quarterback in the NFL, like week fourteen mm. of of twenty twenty one.
0: Yeah, they, they, remember they got off to that incredible start, and yeah. and yeah, and he was.
1: So like, what's happened? It was one ge- It was one season, and now, how much was that affected by that video game crap and 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 the study clause? His whole narrative has changed. Well, a catastrophic injury too. No, but it was just as bad before the before the, the injury hasn't affected anyone's opinion. It seems like, which it should maybe because he might, you know, he's, he's a mobile prone, quarterback, yeah. injury prone people. Yeah, but, I would know. But like, wouldn't you agree, Fez, Is that injury isn't why people
2: are worried about Kyler Murray? I think it's a combination. Actually, I do think they're worried about it. I don't. I haven't heard anyone articulate that. I, I, mean, I haven't either. No one's talking about so it. So how
1: yeah. do you know they're thinking about it? <laughs> I'm not uh, MD Fezzik. He's he's reading minds. Yeah. So Mackenzie, look up Kyler Murray's uh, QBR uh, for 2021. I just want to get a feel. I I think we might be – like if he gets – like think of Minnesota. The theory is this is – I mean, even with your upgrade, Fezz, this is Cousins' last year in Minnesota is what everyone's saying. Kyler Murray there, I mean, like if you were a team that needed a quarterback – if you thought he wasn't a real bad apple, like the guy that's gonna infect the locker room, he's gotta be right at the top of the list. He was the number one pick. And he, I mean, he, he's performed well, net, net. Kyler Murray was like one of the leading candidates for MVP start in, coming into 21. Mm-hmm. Right? It was his third year, right?
0: Um, they started out 10 and 2 that year.
1: Seventh best QBR. Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Herbs. Stafford, Mahomes, Allen,
3: Kyler Murray. Mhm. As long as Justin Herbert's ahead of him. They're, they're sleeping on little Kyler. You still didn't answer why you don't like Justin Herbert, though. I don't like bad people. What's bad about him? <laughs> <you? laughs>
1: He's sullen. He's very uh, withdrawn. Let's just say this. His profile and the Columbine shooter's profile. Oh, stop. stop. No. No, I'm saying not that that's him. I'm saying that that what are the qualities like? That's like saying who's someone who's inclined to commit suicide. There's going to be a list of characteristics, right? If someone has those characteristics, doesn't mean they're going to do it.
3: So because he's not running around on the field doing discount double checks, like he's he's an unlikable <laughs> guy. Discount double checks. But
1: do first of all, do we understand that saying he has characteristics that sometimes lead to certain things is not saying that person is. That's going to fine.
3: Be... I disagree I with, that he sure has those certain... characteristics, but
1: I I. You don't think he's he's antisocial? I, just, I think he's a quiet guy. I, That's I, what antisocial is. No, quiet. it's not. Yes, it is. Like in a crowd, if you're quiet, you're, or if you're six people sitting around and you're not talking, you're not telepathically being social, right? Do you think Tom Brady was uh, was social? Yeah, big time. He used to put events together. I mean, he was like a team builder, and he was talking nonstop, right? All right. But I mean, I'm going by what I heard at Oregon. Did you hear? You had to hear the same thing. No, you, and you didn't and and college football. Yes, because because you didn't hear about Feinbaum's comments. That was crazy. That was all over the place. And now you're saying you didn't hear that he was so, like he had a freshman year, and then he wasn't any better for like three years. And people
3: said, yeah, well, he's not connecting with his team. No, he was third on the depth chart as a freshman. Like, but he had a good year. He was.
1: So he played, J- right?
3: Justin Herbert was the 659th ranked quarterback the year he went. How to How does college. he know that? It's right here in front of me. How oh. does he? He know? broke his leg his junior year of high school. Oh, he how do you right. know that? because right. I've, I I've that. read about I it. I knew that. His next biggest offer outside of Oregon, which is where he's from, mm-hmm. was from Montana State. He's like a total underdog story.
1: Well, I'm not saying it's not a good. St- Maybe that's why he's so withdrawn. He was. He was. He was under
3: considered. It's yeah. like if you if you don't have like this massive ego and you're not overly loud. You're you're withdrawn. I, I don't but, get but, but that. Why
1: are you? Why were you contradicting my freshman year thing?
3: Did he have a good? Did he play as a freshman? He played sparingly as a freshman. Sparingly. Yeah. How many games did he start? I'm pulling it up his uh, college stats. He's gonna go. Oh, actually, not sparingly. Here in a second. Take your time. All right. Word. He played eight games as a freshman that doesn't seem sparing does it that's fewer than he played any other year
1: (laughs) no sparing is in a relative stat okay right sparing means hardly at all
3: true he did not start out the year as the quarterback okay
1: that's different than but then he took over and was starter for
3: the rest of the time there
1: is that sparing no okay like I said, he was going to correct that in a second. How's his year that year relative to year two, year three, year four?
3: He, he got progressively better every year. By, by efficiency numbers? Because obviously he's going to throw for more yards if he plays every game. By uh, his junior year, his, his so passer his rating. sophomore
1: year he didn't get better?
3: Sophomore year he got considerably better. All right, so what was the jump? Uh, from a passer rating of 148 to 167. Okay. And what was that? Junior then? year dropped to 144, mm-hmm. then back to 156. Okay. So pretty much the same range for four years. Yeah. Okay. So, so what's the so, knock?
1: But, but first, let's get something straight. All the things that you've questioned at every step of this conversation have been correct. He started as a freshman, and he pretty much didn't get any better. By a couple degrees, you can say, you know, like oh, well, he was up here, then he was down here, and that's why he was so there was so much skepticism about him coming in. Meaning, he was one of these typical tools guys. The thought was he's turned out to be so much better than that. The tools guys it just doesn't put it together or whatever. He stepped up after um uh was it Mariota who got shot? I forgot. Tyrod Taylor. Oh Taylor, and, and he played amazing. I mean, and in his fresh or his rookie year was an amazing year. He's kind of disappointed since. I mean, there's a reason they had to over – usually great quarterbacks don't have the offensive coordinator replaced. Usually he goes on to be yeah, a head he's coach.
3: He's had an offensive coordinator change every year he's he's been in the league, so except for do, one.
1: What do you think that says? They think his talent is something that doesn't really translate on the field, so they're always disappointed in the O.C. And wasn't St- uh, Wasn't the guy who's now the head coach at Indianapolis his O.C. the first year?
3: Yeah. Steichen?
1: Yeah, it doesn't seem like he's dropped off too much. No. But somehow he couldn't keep his job with the Chargers? I tell you, it's curious, isn't it?
3: There's something going on with Herbert. He's, he's not going to win, I don't think. He's, he's improved his win total every year that he's been in the league. How many playoff wins? None
0: yet. Coming into the league uh, when he was being drafted in the draft process, one scout told Bleacher Report that Herbert was "quote quirky," not really. Ooh, a,
3: that's the death not, word right there. Not
0: really a leader of men. Others said that he was soft and immature. He's, <laughs> and then the article goes on. He's a natural introvert, so much oh so that before the season, his offensive coordinator and quarterbacks coach Marcus Royal brought him a book called quiet the power of introverts in a world that can't stop talking
1: oh i'm so happy i put your mic
3: back
0: on <laughs> yeah.
1: jesus that's the best thing i've ever heard
3: <laughs> aj comment I, I don't have a i'm glad he's introverted i'd rather <laughs> that he's gone for glad you, you know what you can have the baker mayfields of the world <laughs> enjoy those guys scott you just got a star in my
1: <laughs> book buddy that was perfect And the funny thing did you th- even think of not reading that no, what no a big, perfect yeah. perfect <laughs> I don't want any loyalty between partners on this.
0: <laughs> no, I think it's interesting. It's oh, interesting.
1: we got to play that. Next time I'm on SOVAM, my contractual demand is that we had to play that
0: whole thing. Are you saying
3: introvert like it's a bad (laughs) thing?
0: Justin Herbert has never really been the prototypical natural-born leader we tend to think of at the position. He did not wind up playing quarterback because he was the most charismatic figure on the playground. He was a quiet and cerebral kid who started out at wide receiver. and only. Well, hold on
1: a second. Is that the Columbine profile, or is that (laughs) Herbert?
3: Justin (laughs) Herbert. And I like how, like, by year three, he hasn't won a playoff game yet. He must be garbage. That's a crazy take. What do you mean? Like he's played in the league for three years and you're like, well, he hasn't won a playoff game yet. He must be a loser. Like you would have thought Peyton Manning was a loser then.
1: Well, let's look at the court. Well, Peyton Manning really was, I don't want to call him a loser, but his performance in the playoffs was well below. Peyton Manning's the greatest regular season quarterback of all time. And I don't even think it's close. And I don't, I mean, Tom Brady's in, it's a different universe, but Brady won triple as much or Super Bowl more than triple. Wouldn't you say that, that Peyton Manning is disappointed as a playoff performer?
3: I think no. I think any time a quarterback wins two Super Bowls in his career, he's an, he's outperformed any what? reasonable expectation.
1: But, yes, coming into the league, for sure. But once, if I told you this guy, he, he's going to be the best regular season quarterback of all time. What you're over under for – and he's going to play 16 years or whatever. You're over under for Super Bowl. It's got to be over – and let's be candid. He gets credit for it, but he wasn't – had nothing – I don't want to say had nothing to do. He was an average quarterback his last year. It's amazing yeah. he was so good for so long and couldn't win, right? Boy, I, you know what?
2: I actually think two is pretty damn good. You think about how many good, really good quarterbacks. Dan Marino, mm. you
1: know, Dan Fouts, never won one. But but Dan, I mean, Marino would be in that well, – Marino, but no one – I agree Marino underperformed even more. Because you could make the case Marino's one in that top five of regular season quarterbacks. Yeah. So you look – Well, they
2: can't all underperform is what I'm saying. Two is too high a a, a number. I think you got to go one and a half.
1: No, I don't think so. I, I mean, mm. I, I guess what I'm saying is if you look at – I don't know. Aaron Rodgers, one. I think he's a huge underperformer. I mean, I think everyone agrees with that, right? Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. If you're one of, let's say that there's five – if you're one of the top three – I don't know how it's spread out, meaning is it the top two quarterbacks are going to have a certain chance every year, then the next five, and then there's going to a certain point the quarterback's not going to have a chance to win it, right? Yeah. So let's assume top ten can win it. How is it distributed amongst those top ten? With Brady, it was way high with you know, one. Yeah. Yeah. But in general, let's assume we think Herbert – let's say the new generation – Right, so who's the best of the new generation? Mahomes, Mahomes right? Burrow, Her- Burrow, Herbert, Allen, Allen, Allen Hurts, Hertz. I think that's the main list, right? Who would be Who would be next? I mean, May- Rodgers, Lamar Jackson,
3: Rogers is in the yeah, new not the
1: generation. new generation. Lamar maybe. Dak. Now we're scraping. Getting a little older, and then I would make the case. Uh, let's think about this a second. We said Lamar. Oh, I think we got to give Trevor Lawrence his. Yep. He might be there. He's yep. He's not in that top five. Okay. How would we guess from here on Mahomes having won his Super Bowls is is a different conversation? How do we do that? I don't know. But I think in a way we're seeing with Mahomes. He's winning an inordinate number. I mean, Mahomes won the MVP in the Super Bowl his, his first year starting.
3: I think Mahomes' existence, much like Brady's existence, is going to make it an uneven chunk of pie for everybody else. Because Mahomes is just, he's that guy. Just like Brady was that guy. Particularly in the playoffs. It's so funny, though. They could have lost the 49ers game easy. Yep. They
1: could have lost the Philly game easy. They
2: had no chance to beat Tampa Bay.
1: Imagine how this narrative would be different. Yeah. 0-3 in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah, the with the Bills and the Bengals. And then, think about this. And this is never... I I don't know if this has ever been said on air for anyone. Maybe it has. What would the odds be right now of Mahomes having more than Tom Brady if Mahomes had won that game? So if Brady... Be talking about Brady's oh, If he was 3-0. 3-0, no. no, and then and Brady, and Brady only has miss.
0: 6. Yeah, we'd say that Mahomes is going to definitely have more. Well, I don't
1: think
2: definitely, oh, but it would good be... Good
0: no, On pace, guy, I would say. Yes. He's, he's yeah. certainly on 30%.
2: pace. 30% yeah. instead of 5%.
1: Yeah, or even less.
3: I yeah, mean,
2: I,
1: yeah, under. So, because I think Andy Reid can't, you know, yeah. you wouldn't figure he's going to coach in his seventy. Yeah,
2: and like, like you said, realistically, uh, if, he, if if Mahomes gets us seven more Super Bowls... He's going to win three or four.
1: And who, yeah, we don't know. But what we're saying is the fact we're saying that means what? That, that these other quarterbacks were saying they're second and third or whatever. They shouldn't even be. It should be one, then 12. We should mm-hmm. jump to, I don't know. But it seems like asking a quarterback to win one playoff game in their first three years of starting isn't a
3: huge ask. I'm not saying that no, that some quarter it took Peyton Manning till year six, and he, he and even he even with him being an underperformer in playoffs, who won more Super Bowls than him besides Brady? Well, there's a lot more playoff games now. It's a lot easier to make the playoffs. They're supposed to
1: be, and I would make the case Big Ben underperformed in post 2010. The Steelers should have been in a couple more, or at least one more Super Bowl. Yeah, if you're great, great. I mean, talk. I mean, Big Ben's probably borderline first ballot Hall of Famer. But if you want to be like, there's no doubt. The question is, does he get 100 percent of the votes? You got to. You're at a different level, Mackenzie. This is an interesting question. Find an arbitrary, not arbitrary. Find a random. I don't know. Random. Find a list that looks decent of the best quarterbacks of all time. That's modern. You know, that's not in the last couple of years, a year or two. And tell me in the top ten, how many playoff wins? How many of the ten had a playoff win in the first three seasons? Like, Detroit, I don't think Aikman makes that list, but Aikman maybe didn't, right? Because they were, like,
0: 1-15. I don't think he makes that list, if you're looking at the top 10. Yeah, I agree.
1: But I also think the Chargers were considered one of the best teams that had underperformed the last year, every year since he's been there, right? Pretty much. Yeah. So, I think, though, I'm going to actually get it. What is it called when you get it stitched by hand, like little quotes and stuff? You know, like there might monogrammed be monogrammed or like, uh, no, that's initials. Like you get it. Um, I just thread it. you know, like I guess bestowed threading, threading or whatever. I'm going to get that quote about Herbert <laughs> in like a nice eight yeah. by 10 on canvas. I think maybe, you know, we forget what a violent sport
2: it is though. I mean, it's so difficult because you get, you got guys, you know, RG three, Carson Palmer, you got so many promising careers that just get wiped away from injury.
3: John Elway didn't win a playoff game till year four. Boy, I, mm. now, there's a guy that really threw, uh,
1: reversed, if you, I mean, I was doing sport, I uh, wasn't doing things in the media, but like in 96, if you had a conversation about Elway, it was the biggest loser ever.
2: <laughs> they, <laughs> got, got 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 beat in the Cal Stanford game. Yeah, I I, mean, I, like,
1: <laughs> and he won two, and it, it was the best thing that ever happened to anyone, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Drew
0: Brees, not until year six, but year five as a starter, because his first year he wasn't yeah. a starter, mm-hmm. but uh. He only made the playoffs one time with San Diego, and they lost that one game. Ah. And then- San
1: Diego seems to be a reoccurring theme here.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, they got a 14-2 and two regular season coach fired. That's, that's true. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> All right, let's keep going, and we'll see. Yeah, maybe it's going to be more than I thought. Huh. So Herbert has a chance.
3: I, I, think, if, Her, I if, think Herbert wins a playoff game this year. If if hmm, You want to bat that? Uh oh, huh. Do I'll it. let you think on that.
1: Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Let
3: me think on that. Uh, <laughs> or if they get look the buy. Everybody the, holding or, their hand. Or, or, <laughs> we are not getting the buy. We bye. all
0: have in our hands. Come on. Do We're it. all waiting <laughs> to see if he says yeah. yes, everyone presses it at one. <laughs> Would you press it? I want I'll press it with AJ.
1: You want to be on his side. There you go. So you got you and me and Fez against you two.
0: This will be good. Thematic. Herbert wins a playoff game this year.
1: And we eat with three hundred each, right? So let's go. Around. Wait, we're talking like even odds. Well, yeah. What do you want? Like you said, I think Herbert wins a playoff game. To RJ, summarize R- the rules. R J says. R J says. Do you want to bet
2: what at even? To summarize the rules, we have a button. All right. <laughs> it's green. Two years ago, R.J. explained this. Even even dopey Fez remembers. And whenever someone says anything with conviction, you allow
3: yeah, to the button. press yeah. the green button. Push the button. And then you either I, I will you'll never your hear the statement. end of this. By the way, if I if I win, hey, this. Just I'm going to bring so it up every you time. You either
2: recant your statement and say I was r- wrong,
1: <laughs> like is that or I wasn't wrong. That's a Fonz reference, right? <laughs> there.
2: So so you guys have the same. you have the parlay. You have the parlay that the Chargers must make the playoffs.
0: They're and minus 125
3: to make the playoffs. They're minus 125 to make the playoffs. See, this is the thing. And then they so have like, to win oh, the playoffs And then he laughs at you when you take even money. Like you, you're, you're gonna be a pussy if you don't take the you're, bet. Ha-ha, you took a dumb bet. It's so lame. No, no it's, it's not so lame. You're the guy that made the dumb statement yes. that said,
2: "I think San Diego's gonna win the game." And a then I said, game. "At even,
3: at even money, and of course."
2: Well, that's then, what you you didn't say. I think there's right. a forty well, percent chance well, San Diego's gonna win a playoff Let me game. ask you,
0: Fez. Okay, so the minus one twenty-five to make the playoffs. Yes. What's the low mark? As far as the standings for the Chargers, what's the lowest? Like, do you, do, you, seventh? do you do you think they miss the playoffs this year?
2: They have a fifty-seven percent chance to make the playoffs. To make the playoffs, and if they Which do make the playoffs, <laughs> what's the
0: lowest? Do you think that do you think they could be the seventh seed, or do you think the lowest Imagine spot is be the sixth? Imagine having an opinion yourself instead the of just they, reading the, they, the odds. They, they could, the fact, they,
1: they, they they, could, fact they, that it's fifty-fifty, more likely they're more, well, likely,
2: they're more <laughs> likely to be a fringe playoff team than yeah. the division. Just winner. with Kansas City in the division, yeah,
0: because I'm i i think that there's a chance they can have of maybe it's more than 50% chance they could have a home playoff game.
1: Well, then you got to love them to make the playoffs. Well, hold on. You got to love them to make the playoffs at 125.
0: <laughs> I do love them to make the playoffs at 125. And last year they were a 5 seed at no, 10 I and hear. 7.
1: Now, the thing let's
2: think I'm, about I'm willing this. to
0: bet given the
2: Chargers make the playoffs that they will be the road team in now, their first playoff think, game. Let's think
1: about this now. What what Faz is now? I get where Scott's coming from instinctually, but in truth, they can't have a home game unless they win the division. Shh. I know, I know. Mm. So so that that's the thing. You know, <laughs> yeah, you'd be Well, I guess the so what Kansas. I say is.
0: Maybe the point I was trying See, to make... See, you
1: like it when I... St- yeah, yeah. I queer
0: No, it's a fair point. Queer you your pads? Know what, But you know what I was thinking of is like last year they were at the weakest division winner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Well, playoffs, they were still... They were favored And in they were the favored in that game. That's what I'm thinking of is they could be in... Uh, they're going to be the five seed at the weakest division yeah, and, winner.
1: And the theory is then... That the Jacksonville is going to be better this year, right? So we assume they win. The, yeah, which it again is, is only minus one seventy, right? <laughs> but or, but yeah. given they make the wild card, they're much more likely
2: to be the six or the
1: seven seed than the five seed. I got to tell you, I heard some guys I respect saying they think that Kansas City is going to be down this year. I think Kansas City. The more I think about it, like, yeah.
2: and I, I like your your parity idea. That's like you know. Um, maybe at the end of the, the NFL maybe
1: made it a little tough because the, their schedule at the end of the year is a gauntlet.
2: And you're all, and you often say that we're we're a year behind, right? But it's kind of like okay, they lose the Cheetah, all right? Now everyone's like, oh, Kansas City's going to be down, and then they weren't down, all right? But usually, and then,
1: But usually when it's a transition like that where they have to learn to play a different way, they're never ahead. Of, they, they, them being ahead on that with the wide receivers being the way they are was amazing. Yeah. I don't think that regresses, even you know, though there's different receivers. I think Kelsey might regress. Well, that is true. He hasn't shown age, and he, he started showing age at the end of 21. A lot of wear like. on
2: the miles. Yeah. Why does that wear ma- matter for a running back but not for a tight end? It's not the same so thing. Much- You know what I think
1: is really uh, courageous about these guys? I was willing to offer them if they get the one seed that that they win the bat, but they renounced. They said, no, thank you. So that's wouldn't it be amazing if they go like uh, what 15 and 2 and then get upset in the division That's what that's what, what Chargers do. We should,
0: see we should have specified in the bet they make the second round no, not I say offered, they win. I offered that you
3: yeah. said no, I don't need that. <laughs> no. When did I say no? I said fuck it, and you pushed a button. Well, how many times are you going to say the F word? We get you, we you get Dude, you one. literally put porn on a screen during this episode. Well, first, Classic. Stop <laughs> it. Hold on a second. <laughs> this is a podcast. You're right. And there was no audio. Oh, okay. <laughs> So
1: yeah, it affected
2: nothing. That's a classic deflection move. Where I tell my son this all the time, AJ, where you're in the wrong, and then you bring up something completely like to justify it. He's
1: emotional. We just don't want to overdo it for the children. Plus, but plus, Daddy,
2: never, you curse. Plus,
1: I've never heard curse. Yeah, well, so much well we fumbled on the goal well, line. We oh, have a God man of God in
3: here. I apologize, Shane. <laughs> a firefighter that's probably heard worse.
1: I think.
2: <laughs> you
3: think? <laughs> I, this was great. Would your opinion of of Justin Herbert be different if the Jags don't come back from twenty seven down, or the the Chargers don't miss a field goal? You know, if Hitler hadn't done what he had done, I would. Okay, <laughs> I mean, no, re- I'm j- obviously, I'm joking.
1: Um. I do think, to be honest, it's part and parcel. I think that withdrawn people, like when things were hitting the (laughs) fan. Part and parcel. You're going to have to explain this one. (laughs) Look it up. (laughs) Mackenzie. look it up for him. Is Brady, what do you think Brady would have done during that comeback? He would have got his team together, huddled them up, calmed everyone down. Here we go, Fez be an essential feature or element of... Uh, oh!
2: Okay. You've a, never used this reference and it seems it, to be spot on.
1: It's a part and parcel, I think, of his nature. He just... I bet if we rewatch that game, he's off in the corner sulking, thinking, I, I'm going to get mad. Who knows what I'm going to do if we lose this game? I mean, who knows what's in his
2: head? Do you blame Warren Moon for the collapse after being up 35-3? to three? The Buffalo loss for yeah. Houston Oilers. Scored I do. A few extra points. Yeah.
3: I mean, it's yeah. like, come on. <laughs> yeah, score a few points. Are you down on Tim Duncan because he's, not an, uh, because he's an introvert? That's very interesting. Duncan was the sheriff.
1: What we've seen since Duncan left the Spurs shows how vital he was. He was what they call the locker room sheriff, which is you got this guy on top, a white guy, a lot of black players in the NBA, and he's given all these rules and saying it's this way, it's this way. Well, a lot of people are going to say, he doesn't understand me. Who cares what he's saying? We've seen these hard asses. What happens in the NFL and NBA if it doesn't go well, right? But you had Duncan buying in, and that smoothed it all over for a generation. I, how he did it without being real talkative, I don't know. I wasn't there. But I'm guessing you can't find a write-up about Tim Duncan, anything like Scott my partner just read. Where Tim Duncan's <laughs> called an introvert? No, where Tim Duncan's called quirky, and t- and he's called like he's given books on leadership by his
3: coaches. He's given a, bo- a book on being more extroverted. I like. I think you could probably find plenty of things about Tim Duncan that would be considered. quirky. Find me anything like that, and I will let you out of your bet. All right. In fact, I'll let your bet be a free roll. <laughs> <laughs> All
1: right. <laughs> you can, we won't, can't lose it. And again, it has to be something that feels like it could also been said about the Columbine shooters. Because <laughs> you can you read that one more time?
0: Sure, I'll, I'll even read further. Uh, one scout told Bleacher Report in 2018 that Herbert was, quote "quirky, not really a leader of men. Not others, really a leader of men. Others said that he was soft and immature.
1: Soft. <laughs> but his ribcage, he was so tough, remember?
0: Marcus Arroyo, who was his offensive coordinator, was that
1: the Roman writer?
0: Uh, no. Marcus Arroyo. I Quarterback is the toughest position in sports, both on the. I think he means in the locker room, in the locker room, and on the field. You can't fake it when things are bad, and you can't fake it when things are good. Everyone's looking at you all the time. With a kid mean, like, like,
1: if you're giving up a big lead, for example,
0: with a kid like Justin, you have to make him feel comfortable when he's being looked at.
1: Oh my god! So he needs special treatment, like 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 a troubled youth.
0: I wouldn't say like a troubled youth. I'd well, that's say, how they. Yeah. I mean, a
1: friend of mine coaches at, or or teaches at risk. You know, youth, and he says the way you got to look at each of them individually, and talks about how you've got to know their triggers and what not to trigger that. It sounds like that, right?
0: Yeah, Arroyo does go on to say, though, <laughs> quote. I think it's a simple out for some people to say he's an introvert. Big effing deal. I'll give you a list of successful entrepreneurs who are introverted.
1: But that was said before these three years of failure.
0: Yes. Okay. This was coming into the draft. Yeah.
1: Now, we do, we do have some stats here for McKenzie. All right. NFL.com listed the top 15 QBs ever, plus Patrick Mahomes was added. Okay. Um, and it says years. Can you make it a little bigger, please? Thank you. Years as a starter when securing first playoff win. Okay, Mahomes won. Tom Brady won. Pretty good list. Um, Joe Montana. Okay, Peyton Manning. Uh, so Peyton Manning was your, Mackenzie, Maybe you should put these in order. He, he goes from three to six to three to one.
3: Well, I think mean, that's probably the order of the order of the quarterbacks.
1: Yeah, name. but that's what's nice about Excel. We're able to do that. But I just want to see who Sammy Slinging Sammy Ball. That's a great nickname. That is a good one. Slinging Sammy. You know what's funny is is uh, AJ is looking at this screen like he took the uh, last time he took the SAT. Do you ever take the SAT? ACT. I bet you had a similar look as you were looking at it. <laughs> like you're really engaged right now. You're like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, it's got the years. All right, we'll take. Let, let, we'll let McKenzie finish this. This is going to be good, actually. We'll read through this. Um, all right, Fez, what do you think about what do you think about Herbert's uh, off
2: field issues? Well. I think it's important to cite there's a lot more playoff wins and
1: now than there were. I mean, that's a valid point. I think we pretty much toss out anything before the i mean, I think once there was one there was wild one card. wild card, yeah. so there's two wins in the AFC, c
2: two wins in the NFC so now there's you know oh, so many more there's, and so there's
1: m- not any buys for the second seed, yeah,
2: so I mean there's i I think that's significant. um, you know, one thing having watched Mahomes. What a motivator that
1: guy is, you know? I mean, it's like he's saying it so sincerely and you know he's just digging a knife in AJ. That's what's so great. What a motivator. A I leader mean- amongst men. I mean, he he, <laughs> he real
2: was, he really is like 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 you just want to go to war with that dude, you he, know. Scott, I mean, do me a
1: favor. Can you prepare? We'll take a break here in a little bit. Can you prepare the exact opposite? Like, take that reading and do the antonym of every word, okay. and see if it sounds like Mahomes. All right, <laughs> he is a leader of it, you know, like yeah. I, <laughs> <laughs> Poor AJ. He got his his, all right. his his beloved got a quarter of a billion, and he's just getting crushed. He's having
2: a bad week. Right. We, he, he tried to make brisket, and it didn't turn out well. It's like it got tweeted. It became on... me somehow. <laughs> well, that
1: I actually like that transition. <laughs> the um, it, we, all right. So could we got this, McKenzie? Yeah, but in order of all year. Can you make it a little bigger, please? All right. So the but it's not order a year, McKenzie. All you had to do was sort by one. It's like Reverse chrono. Yeah,
2: it's, it's chronological.
1: He had. It says one, one, three, one, and he says
3: it's by year. Yeah, <laughs> oh, nineteen forty-six. I don't care about that. I want to
1: know how many years. He they to, were in how the many league. years
3: they they before they got their first win? He wants it ordered like yeah. that.
1: Yeah, doesn't that seem crazy?
3: He did. A, he did, a, he did it's logic. No, it chronologically. No,
2: it's logical. I, I could no, see that no. by year, like 1946, 1950. You get it. What would that
1: do for? <laughs> That's it? the year. But what would that do for the conversation? <laughs> Nothing, but it's the year. <laughs> uh, how you feeling, AJ? I'm fine. But let's
3: be honest. This the, the debate hasn't gone well. Yeah, you know, probably not. You're better at debating than but, me, R.J. Like, let's let's but let's admit let's sew that onto some thread and put that hang that over my door. RJ's better at debating <laughs> than you. You know, A.J. Me. brings up a great point because, like an
2: S.O.V., you'd always win all the debates, uh-huh. and rightly so. Win all the money. Yeah, but that's because you debated <laughs> better than me. You weren't. But necessa- I won all the money. But too, you weren't we necessarily well. <laughs> You, Fez. You want to bet this, and then there'd be a two-second pause, Scott, and he'd go, "We're we're, we're on dead oh, air, national one. show, one time. One time. national show, Fez." One time. All right. One time. Well, big, you would never let that big one bet, fucker.
1: Uh, you think he would be ashamed of that one? He just keeps going with it. All right. So you now have it in reverse order. Uh, it's the order of most years it took for their first playoff win. Okay. So Peyton Manning was the highest at six, so he's almost there. Um, <laughs> he's Drew, almost there. Drew Brees five. John Elway four. And that's it. Everyone else before that. Holy cow. So there's only three of 15.
3: 16, yeah. Yeah, but it's normal. Yeah, If if he has a career that touches Peyton Manning, Drew Brees, or John Elway, I think we'll say he was pretty good. Well, and if he has no playoff wins, we'll make a big thing about that too. We certainly will. I just think it's a little early to start making a big deal about it. But let's recap and we'll move on.
1: Is one, we started talking about his college career and somehow I had all the facts right. And you, had, you contradicted me like four times. And I said he's, he came into his freshman year third on the depth chart. Yeah. And then you contradicted my other points. You said he played sparingly his freshman year. And I said he got no better. And in truth, that was pretty close. Then somehow, when I say he was like, had the profile of a Columbine shooter, somehow. I Scott, don't know. Like being quiet makes you a Columbine shooter. That's insane. No, quirky, troubled. And and what's amazing is no, where did where do you hear trouble? Oh, maybe not. But may, <laughs> but but I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. It's like my mind generated that that he read. It was exactly yeah. what I
0: wanted to hear. So, so you want to flip it around? I got some yeah. antonyms All right. here. All right, let's see if What if quarterback this... am I talking about? <laughs> he's conventional, a leader of men. Others would say he's sharp and mature. Some would call him an extrovert or confident. Is he too robust? Can he handle the praise?
1: (laughs) And his voice is funny.
3: (laughs) Dude, that sounds like Mahomes does. That's awesome. (laughs) Guess what? I've said this before Patrick Mahomes is way better than Justin Herbert. That's (laughs) not in doubt. And no one's going to suspect
1: him in any shootings, bro. No.
2: You know what's most impressive about Mahomes is they were showing that they, they, he's got like a personal trainer that like turns his body into a pretzel. I always have thought. You, all have these... you
1: upgraded his?
2: Yes. Because I always thought <laughs> Everyone's these... upgraded. Because... Even Mariota. <laughs> no, I did not. I did, I did not upgrade Mariota. <laughs> Best backup. <laughs> they, uh, l- l- like, he makes these throws and people are like, oh, this is unsustainable. He's going to, they're going to be t- turned into turnovers. And then. It basically, the documentary explained why. He can do that because he actually practices, you know, contorting his body and making. Well, if you
1: think about it, when he hurt his ankle on that sneak play, he got bent way back and he wasn't even out for the season. Maybe and, it's work.
2: And, and they explained how his father was a pitcher. All right, and so he played baseball. All right, all right. Keep making- so he's like, he's like, he's like a second baseman or shortstop. Where all the time you got to flip the ball underhand and you're in different positions. And he did that with the football. And, and Herbert th- doesn't do that. God no, God no. What he did, did Herbert's dad do?
3: I don't know. Yeah. All right, I've
1: never done this before. I'm gonna make this the end of the episode. It's so good. Like any, the time it's gonna take to go to the next one and hit play is what you're gonna need to cool down. I, the guy you've you've seen something special here, because the AJ, I mean. Personally, I am going to need some security as I as we have this break. But <laughs> call Frado. <laughs> let's admit this, this has been. How would you describe? We'll let you fit, put the you know describe what you think just happened. I want to defer to Scott. I think he's better at this. Sort Scott, of thing. what do you think about the episode? Just, yeah, just the the way we started into Herbert and how magical it was after
0: that. This is probably one of the podcasts you will like star uh-huh. or highlight. So you might just want to go back. You're going to want to go back and listen to it throughout the season.
1: That's a recommend or even in future decades. Sure. This, this is a recommendation. It's here.
2: the Amish podcast.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, no, because that's going to be moved now to the second part. Because We're time shifting all the way. God dang it. We'll leave it at that. See you on the next episode. It's, you got it right now, but dab yourself off with a tissue. <laughs>